Hey folks, it's Jeremy, the host of Blamo. Thanks so much for listening. This is a preview of one of our exclusive shows on Patreon. These are member-supported shows, meaning they only happen because of our incredible members and community. So check out a preview of the episode, and if you like it, consider joining us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Blamo, where we have tons of exclusive Blamo episodes, shows, our amazing Slack group, and we're adding new things for members all the time. If not, no worries, we still love you, and we literally have hundreds of episodes of Blamo all free for you to dive into. Thanks so much. Everyone always wants to know, what are you wearing today? But no one ever thought to ask, how are you wearing today? Welcome to the Triple J Show, hosted by Jeremy Kirkland, Gian Delian, and John Moy. This show is what a podcast would sound like if you could make one with your own hands. Like we used to in the good old days, when jacket cuffs were functional, jeans were shuttle loomed, and no one joked, Hey buddy, why are you so dressed up? Just because you decided to wear a sport coat to the grocery store. As three mildly respected industry veterans whose net worth is mostly housed in their closets, the Triple J crew will share stories from behind the bespoke curtain, make a little more sense of the rapidly changing fashion world, and who knows, someone may learn a thing or two. So button those middle buttons, tighten those side tabs, strap on those monks, and enjoy the ride. Miami, baby. My, back in Miami. Yeah. yeah. That that is really funny because the last time we did this, I think it was the last time you were in Miami. The last time it was the full squad, you were in Miami, and coincidentally, you're in Miami again, Gian. Mm-hmm. Just can't get enough. Moy, you missed right before you signed on. I was talking to Gian and I was like, "Yo," I was like, "Are you going to get those uh those new Jordan threes? And he was like, "You mean these? Hold them up." Dude wore them on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Did you so get the threes good. too? These? These I, Jordan No, threes? I didn't get the threes. They well, you didn't get the threes? Campus. I didn't like really, tr- I didn't like try like, I was back home. Like I was, I just got to Portland like, like Sunday night. So like they did a pop up on campus, but I, I was in Detroit. So like, that's like the best shot, you know? So you should have gotten from StockX. Yeah. Wait, you you don't have any plug, even though you work there to get to get them, or it was just like you weren't on campus there. For no, or, there's no real. Or plug even like Adrian that. is like the director for all things Nike now, and now, yeah, like she might. You know what I'm saying? But she like, better. You know, it's like it's hard. It's like one of those things where it's like a double edged sword for like that company where it's like you want to do right. Yeah, I mean, I get it. But then it's like, oh, they're just giving to their employees. You know what I mean? <laughs> I did get the Union KOs, though. Damn. I like those. Those are cool. Yeah? Yeah, with the little the little Velcro, switch switch out the swooshes. So is that Velcro. what it is? Mm-hmm. And, like, Damn. one's canvas and one's leather. So, those are cool. I like those. I'm a big yeah, fan that- of the KO. They're comfy. Those are like a, a sleeper. For like the real yeah. heads, it's like a good like just wear that shoe into the ground. Yeah, you know is that I mean? is that a shoe that if you see a dude wearing, you're like, I got you. Like, 
accepted? I think they're cool. Yeah, I mean, I think like I don't. I feel like everyone liked them, though. I don't think too many people were like these are lame. But I think one lows in general are a little underrated in the like the Jordan pantheon. You know, I'm, I'm Jordan lows with you. Yeah, yeah, like my like my and then the golf ones, like the golf lows. Oh, I have um, those. I got the Chicago's. dude. They're so comfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, you talked about that. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned yeah. that. They're just because they're like a little narrower. I feel like than like the the one like low even. But, yeah, and the tongue ish like not as big. You mm. know, so it doesn't like come up as much on your on your shin or whatever. Yeah, I love it. But yeah, I like and I like the KOs and like the Zoom Comfort one. Yeah, because as an old man, they're like much more comfortable. Like. Of course, Dude, I, I have I've gotten so many pairs of shoes over the past I don't know few months. We'll save that, that for I've the bought. pod. That's a talking point. We're on the pod. It's happening right the, now. We're live. We're live. We be live. Oh damn! And and here's <laughs> the thing: I've gotten all these shoes, and I'm saying this because we're because we're doing the pod. Uh, I don't. I can't wear them. I ever since I got the Mephistos, which you know I. I was I, a yeah. good friend helped me get. Um, I don't. There's no other shoe I'd rather wear. I mean, dude, my shoe cup runneth over. So you know, <laughs> I've gotten like but that's like four pairs of about. Pumas in the past um, <laughs> month. I want to say really, yeah. I mean, the the ones I wear a ton actually are the Noah Pumas. Uh, it's, they they, the they did the Clyde and they did three colors. I got come the out green this week one um, yep. with the blue form stripe i mean and they're just sick and it's it's so funny because it's like what jeremy was in new york and, and it's like sort of you know you're on the early cusp of like the wave and so you know jeremy was like holding court with like hugo from stucy who's now headed to awake as the brand director scars yeah. um scar Pimentel from from scars <laughs> And um, Mike Nouveau, you know, watch talk guy. Great episode of Blamo if you haven't listened to that one yet. Yeah, and Scar sure. was like, oh, the Clydes. And <laughs> honestly, it's like when you get validation, like that kind of validation, you don't really care what anybody else ever says because you're just like, yo, like the real heads are are, That's true. are hip to it. And you're just like, okay. And then like I was at, um, I was telling Jeremy this whole story about how, um, so I'm I'm wearing like the blue Supreme Sparkle cardigan right now, and it's a whole debacle because I got the medium in store, but I had ordered a large online, and, and the large just was too big. Hence why, like, I mean, I don't know why I didn't bring it with me because I was meeting somebody in Soho, and, and then like it was like eleven ten a.m. So you know, Supreme was just open, so I'm like, I'll just pop in and like see if they have it. And they had like my size, and I try it on, and I'm like, fuck, this is the one I needed. So I was like, I'll just buy it and then I'll figure out what to do with the large. And for the first time, I've, I've had to like initiate a return from like Supreme's online portal, which is like a whole to do. It's like, it's literally so antiquated. They send you like a <laughs> link to a request to return and the link doesn't work. So what you have Are to, you serious? <laughs> so th- I went to like the Brooklyn store and that's when I was wearing the Pumas again. I went to the Brooklyn store and like I think Aaron, who's like one of the managers there, um, was like, well, we don't have, you know, like we can't take it because it's sold out in the store and um, you have to like do it online. I'm like, I don't know. How do I do that? Like this link goes to nowhere. And he's like, well, you have to hit the contact page and like fill oh it out like God. super manual. Come and on. The more, the most hilarious part is like when you click send, it actually just opens up your own email and creates an email. 
from like the thing you just typed in the Supreme page. It's a mail to link. Jesus. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I literally have nothing to lose at this point. So I sent it and then, yeah. So now I just initiated the return. You have to like ship it back out of your own pocket. But then, you know, it's, it's like Thanos, all that for a drop of blood type beat, but like <laughs> yeah. all that for, you know, hundred something in Supreme store credit that it's probably going to become a pair of like the work pants or that new beaded applique cardigan that is actually super nice. It's like affordable Bodhi, basically. It's like a collar cardigan with um like sequins and like beads on the front. And it's like 200 something instead of like the 500 or 600 you might spend that Bodhi, which is cheaper for Bodhi, but still like solid. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I just love that Supreme's like, just resell it, bro. It's easier. <laughs> Those days are gone. I mean, that's that's the truth. Those days are gone. No way. Man. You think do you think that oh, Supreme reselling is over? I just pulled up stuff on StockX right now. I mean that's the thing. Just yeah, yeah the- like Yeah, it's like all that to lose money, essentially, versus just like let me just return it and then Yeah. Have something towards like something else that I'd like actually wear. I mean, yeah, I thought about going on StockX, but I'm just like it's just a, a big to do and I'd be losing like 70 bucks basically. Cause it's like, it's not like any of the hype pieces, right? Like even these Jordans, they're reselling for like 30 to 40% over, they're no, like 20, 20 to 30% over the resale price now. They're 300 bucks right now. Yeah. And they cost like on, two something retail. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, in general, like the resale market's cooked. I mean, round two is closing. Like they, they just announced they're closing their vintage shop, which was the last vestiges of like, Round two in New York. All like wow. Wait, when did when did this happen? Hold oh, on. dude, they closed like a couple months ago. But you know, Luke Frazier, one of the founders, he actually has like his own new shop called Luke's NYC. And I actually really fuck with what he's doing. Like he's essentially just selling things that he fucks with. But mm-hmm. I mean, I've gotten a pair of Rick Owen strobes from him that were like that gray suede pair that I think were a Mr. Porter exclusive. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got like a oh man, like that Laurel Piana orange uh wool supreme mac coat oh yeah from I, like saw that. Oh, yeah. I got that for like a deal and I've, I've traded stuff to him too just like because i'm like i don't I, you know i could sell this but i could rather like if he if he likes it and then i'll just you know give it to him for trade and then probably end up leaving with like something else and you know his curation's like wild because he you know has such an interesting perspective on like sneakers and streetwear and like fashion and he's not like yeah, a sneaker store right it's like yeah, sure, he'll sell, like, a pair of chromed out, chrome hearts, like, geo baskets, or, like, mm-hmm. I think he had a pair of, like, Union Ones that he's let go for, like, dumb cheap, but it's not, like, you know, one of those places you walk in and, like, the right shoe is covered in plastic. Like, that's not what he makes his money off of. He makes his money off of, like, grailed IRL of, like, people, like, <laughs> it's, like, you know, Capital, he even, like, sells Bodhi. Like some low key supreme pieces, um, Loewe, like he has like the ASAP Rocky Loewe shirts, like essentially like stuff rappers wear, but also just like things that are really popping in the streets, but also have like that crossover fashion customer. And like, I think that's a sweet spot that like only really he has at this point. Cause he's not like for like the archive heads, even though there's like some crazy raff or like some number nine that might pop up, but like what he has like, and his eye is just like so eclectic, but in a good way. Makes for like good casual shopping. Yeah, so and just I mean, like bop in, like see what he's got. Literally, know? yeah. And he's making content. He made like a custom RP, or he had someone make a custom RPG on his website, like Luke's NYC. 
it's literally like a, an RPG <laughs> maker. And it's like, you know, you're playing like a credit card scammer or like a young scammer trying to come up on some yeah, stuff. And you're not a rocket propelled grenade at role playing. Game. Yeah. Like, and it's like done <laughs> in like that 16 bit style. But like the That's text sick. is so funny because you're like, like, I guess the hardest random encountered enemies you're going to find are like, um, LES TikTokers or something that ask you things like, what's your body count? How much does your outfit cost? And they just like <laughs> do crazy hit points. But yeah, like it's it's a really fun experience. In, they even like recreated the inside of like Beverly's bar in there too, which is like a Lower East Side haunt. But yeah. Okay. So Gian's saying the resale market is dead. Moy, what do you think? I mean, I think the resale market like where you can make a profit on almost anything. Like, you, you don't have to, like, think. You just cop, like, the newest thing and flip it. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I don't it was bound to happen. Let me rephrase. It's not dead. It's just a volume business. Yes. yes. Like, it okay. still exists. Like, you can make money from being a reseller, but you essentially have to become a store at this point. It's well, I mean, it's definitely dead for the watch dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's, you know, unless you have a Daytona. Mm-hmm. I'm, There's no uh, new Rolex you can get yeah. and, and flip. You're you're just not going to make enough for sure. to justify it. I mean, obviously, you know, StockX is still around, like Flight Club, well, yeah. Goat, etc. Like, it's not going anywhere, right? It's just the market's become so saturated that it's actually in favor of the customer. Where you know, if you don't get a shoe on release day, you're not paying three hundred percent over the retail price anymore. It's like. Yeah, it's like oh well, I guess I'll I'll get this. You know, again, like case in point, like the eighty eight reimagined Jordan threes. So it's like three hundred to two fifty or whatever, or like three hundred dollars in like a two hundred fifty dollars shoe is not that much tax to pay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like super super rare stuff or something that's like a decade old that that'll make money on. But if you think about, you know, in a weird way, not to sound like some sort of economists but if you take you know 300 bucks 10 years ago and drop it in you know something else you're going to make more than you would off of a supreme shirt yeah you know like there's someone right now that's trying to sell the the supreme kate moss tea that's from 2012 mm-hmm. for 900 bucks um yeah i don't know i mean maybe someone that's got crazy money will do it because they want something that immediate like that's kind of right. nice but there's no one that's, you know, that's still really trying to sit on freaking Mars yards and are like, okay, I, I, I'm almost at the top. Yeah. I'm almost ready to sell. Yeah, it's like the idea of like getting the one thing and then having that one thing be your nest egg is dead. Yeah. Basically, Agreed. you know, yes, there are still things that hold their value. You can still make money doing it, but it's not like, you know, people selling two pairs of shoes to buy a Rolex anymore. Like, yeah, I think the game changed significantly after Virgil, um, after Travis Scott got canceled. And like the last hammer to fall was like Kanye. Like so many resale stores were in business because of Yeezys. And when well, it, and this, it looks like Saks is canceled. Yeah. I mean, now Tom Sachs too. It's like, man, <sighs> see what happens to Did that. Did you read that price. Yes. And then think with like the, the GPS, yeah. right? The general purpose shoe too. It's like, the resale on that wasn't that crazy anyway, because they were making mad quantities. They were doing a lot of different colorways. And I mean, I think internally, it's a hundred bucks right now. If you look at what Nike's strategy has been, right. It's like they're going for depth, not breath. So that's why like every Sakai 
shoe had like three different colorways. So it's like, you know, it, it's this whole supreme yellow t-shirt phenomenon just applied to sneakers where it's like, of course, this is still going to sell out. But now you have people gunning for like the obvious hype colorway that everybody's like salivating over. And then the other ones are like consolation prizes that will still, you know, have a bit of value to them and still be covetable and still be limited, but not as, you know, sought after as like the one that like everybody wants, so to speak. I mean, the, the clot Cortez, perfect example too. They just came out with like the game of Oof. death colorway and they had like the, yeah. you know, the original black and white, but yeah. Dude, the, the Sakai blazers, the low blazers are on StockX right now are below retail. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, those sat at retail too. The ambush yeah. air force ones also, depending on the colorway, you know, also get, there's, there's a lot of deals to be had if you just like want to get shoes to wear. And I think, you know, it's also damn a benefit of it. Like the, the Vimero, good luck finding that shoe right now. And the Samba. It's like a new, you know, era of like the general release sneaker just being good. Right. And everybody just like flocking. Wait, you can't find the Samba right now? No, dude. Good luck finding a Samba. He's like challenge accepted. But no, yeah, the Vomero blown up. It's yeah, it's funny. But I think Oh my god, can. you're right. <laughs> This is crazy. It's the most easy shoe ever. What the fuck? But like, that's what what the kids want. That's what, yeah, that's that's a whole new thing, you know, of just like no collab, just like straight off the juice. Just people want it. And I think that's a good thing that like, you don't necessarily have to have a name attached for a shoe to be good. It's just a good shoe that people want to wear. Not necessarily like resell, but people just want to rock that certain model and you know are gonna buy it so maybe wow. if you're reselling some i never would be selling like 50 of them yeah you you know for making a yeah. decent profit but you know you'd have to have that sort of access because even like the tiffany air force one isn't commanding like as high of a oh that price. is that is like the biggest bomb of a shoe because every person i know um, like that got it literally was trying to frantically put theirs to sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was surprising. But like um, I think that's what's like that's also another benefit with like the resale market being what it probably should be, which is like not that much over like yeah. retail is that like a shoe bombs now if it's not immediately worth three times its like that's true or, I, yeah, like that's, that's I agree. crazy like i mean i get it if you don't like the shoe that's like a whole other thing like aesthetically whatever but like like i'll be on like instagram or whatever just like scrolling the timeline and people be like biggest flops of like the the year and it's like these <laughs> shoes are only worth 225 and they were 180 yeah. and you're like huh that's still like a sick shoe like those threes are dope whether or not they're worth seven oh i'm i want to buy the threes sure. <laughs> yeah right and I think yeah. that's like a cool thing is like maybe taste is coming back into sneaker culture like a little bit where like before it was like just especially like look those fucking unemployment checks dried up too people that's like yeah. where it went through the fucking roof because everyone's like yeah I got an extra five hundred yeah it was that COVID money the COVID <laughs> yeah, money true. is crazy it's true that's when Foot Locker's <laughs> stock went up like twenty five percent yeah and they couldn't keep anything in stock like because people were just like yo I got which is like. Oh, you want to boost the economy? Give us when that's Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
But yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know if it's like that. It feels yeah. like it's back to like maybe where it was before like places like StockX existed. Well and, and there's also, you know, the the other big trend has been like people are thinking outside of like the big three or big four, right? It's not necessarily Nike, Adidas, Puma anymore, right? Like ASICs has had a crazy comeback year. Like yeah. the Kikos Solomon. that just came out actually have a pretty high resale price. Uh but the Solomon like yeah, the XT6, uh, the Woodwood, shouts to Lee Gold up. They just did a pretty fire collab. Um, Sandy Liang is doing like a pink pair of XT6s too. I mean, but people are just wearing those, they're buying those to wear, you know? Like, I think it's very, yeah. it's not necessarily a lot of people looking to flip them, but, you know, and that's a trend like what the broken arm started. I think we're going to credit anybody with that. If you're hearing this, it means you've hit the end of the Patreon preview. Podcasting ain't much, but it's honest work. To hear the rest of the Blamo special episodes, please consider signing up for the Patreon. For just a few dollars a month, your hard-earned cash can help our talking heads dress the rest of their bodies in marked-down artisanal clothes. Thanks for listening.